The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran. Are you someone that questions whether we are on an evolutionary path, whether the Big Bang Theory really was accurate, or whether we live in a different kind of universe, one that is here to experience itself? We are going to have an exciting conversation today with my guest, and we're going to be talking about the nine waves of creation and diving into quantum physics, holographic evolution, and the destiny of humanity. And before we do so, I just want to mention that the 1111 magazine for May is online. It is free and available, and there are some incredible articles that are in this month's issue. So definitely go to 1111mag.com and access that. In addition, you will find some beautiful articles on child rearing and and the type of effect that our words have on them. How rather than criticism, positive affirmation can actually lead to children that have greater possibility, infinite imaginations, and more self-empowerment. In addition, there are lots of other pieces and parts in the magazine that have to do with metaphysics and spirituality, self-care, and personal growth. So definitely dive into that. And if you're too busy to read the 52-page magazine online, you can always choose the option on audio. We have 1111 on audio now, which is Grow on the Go. And it is a fabulous opportunity to take in the information via audio, plus receive meditations each month, life coaching each month, in addition to uh, other affirmations and prayer pieces that you can utilize for your own spiritual practice. And all of that is for $11 a month. In addition, you can access my work at IamSimran.com and on social media at Simran Singh 1111 or 1111 Magazine. My guest today is Dr. Carl Johan Kalaman. He is a scientist and a philosopher with a PhD in physical biology from the University of Stockholm, recognized for his theory that the Mayan calendar reflects the evolution of the global mind. He is the author of several books, including The Global Mind and Rise of Civilization. We are talking about his latest book, The Nine Waves of Creation, Quantum Physics, Holographic Evolution, and the Destiny of Humanity. There is such an underlying time plan for the evolution of the universe, and that is what he is suggesting. He is asking us to look at how we're thinking about evolution and have a new context for understanding human history that a long-term person may not have heard before, why the world is so different from only a few years ago, and how aligning with the higher purpose of humanity that has now opened up to all of us that we may be able to find out that the chaos is here to create space 
for a Better World to emerge. I'd like to welcome Carl Johan Kalaman to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome, Carl. Thank you very much, Simran. I'm looking forward to this discussion, and I'm very happy to be in this uh, uh, interview. I have to first say this is a fascinating book because everything that we might have thought to exist and evolution in the Big Bang and how we might have perceived to it have happened might be a complete misrepresentation and look entirely different. And in reading it, I found it, in a sense, liberating because life has been what it was intended to be, and yet also empowering at the same time because we play a role in the destiny of humanity. Can you talk about first how the universe that we're living in came first into place? Where, where did we come from? What really, in your opinion, took place? Well, um, you know, I, if, if I can go as far back as I think is possible, uh, something that is happening today in the scientific world is that there is a re-evaluation of the so-called Big Bang Theory. And it does not really look anymore as what we were taught in school maybe 50 years ago uh, when we were given the impression that it all started with some kind of a random explosion, uh, which in a sense uh, is a crazy idea because, you know, the world obviously does not look like the aftermath of a big explosion. Uh, something must have given structure to everything, even if, as I also believe, it all started with some uh, primordial atom expanding into a universe at, at extreme temperatures and, and, and densities. Something must have given that uh, a direction in order to to create this this world as as we living that we know from today. And what, what's uh, fascinating then in, in this uh, world of science is that in the past 10 years or, or so, uh, a, a lot of studies have come about that have verified that uh, uh, at the very beginning of the universe, there was also a huge cosmic axis uh, that uh, probably is, uh, you know, or that's the main thesis of, of my book, is, is that this cosmic axis is what the ancient peoples of our planets would talk about as the tree of life or the world tree, and uh, um, which they looked upon as the creator of the universe. And it, it, I would say it must be the creator of the universe in the sense that uh, that's the beginning of structure, not just sort of a big explosion, but something giving a, a, a direction, a structure, and uh, the, the beginning of, of an evolutionary process uh, uh, for, for our universe. And the, these changes that, that have occurred in, in science in, in the past 10 years or so, they have not really been disseminated to people at large. Uh, but they, they really they do allow us to, if we so choose, we can create a world we view based on these findings that is fully meaningful and we, where we can see that 
you know, the, the, the creation of the universe is not in any sense random. It's something that has an underlying purpose and an intention, and, and, and it's meant to go somewhere, uh, as many, many ancient peoples were fully aware of. Now, Carl, if I may read a little bit from the book, you say that the universe as a whole is a spinning vortex generated by the axis and that it emerged as such from a very beginning. As they indicated, this might also play a role for structuring the large-scale evolution of the universe and its fundamental polarity that exists. What is more, if the handedness and spin axes of galaxies are directly related to the central axis of the universe, then this would mean that the formation of galaxies is not just a result of random fluctuations which cause them to rotate. The spins of the galaxies would instead be related to that of the cosmic axis and probably have emerged in resonance with this. That means all the galaxies of the universe are connected with this cosmic axis and also with one another. With what you're saying here, then that also means that this cosmic axis played a large role in creating the polarities that exist even in our world and that that is part of the reason that we have um, the vast range of experience of light, of shadow that we experience as humans and experience as life. Talk a little bit more about how we can understand what's happening in the world today and how it touches upon the question about the nature of God and how the universe was created when we look at things such as shadow and light or the, the, the extreme polarities that have taken place on the planet. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it, that's, again, uh, something you can look at many ancient cultures that t- looked upon uh, the the universe as being inherently uh, uh, separated, you might say, into a yin and a yang, into light and darkness, and and th- this was part of ancient philosophies. Uh, and uh, for a long time, then again, this has looked upon been looked upon as sort of mythologies, as just sort of fantasies or or mythological uh, language. Uh, what, what these new findings about the universe uh, uh, dis- uh, display is that um, this separation into light and darkness, uh, the yin and yang of the universe, is actually inherent uh, in, the, in the way that the universe is created. Uh, it, it's related to this cosmic axis that uh, um, that actually has divides the universe as as remarkable as it may seem from our uh, perspective here on, on on earth when we look out in the sky the the, the, the full picture of, of the universe is actually that it is divided along this cosmic axis and that that separates different, regions with different properties, you might say. Different kinds of galaxies are preferentially in one half of the sky and uh, and others in, in the other half of the sky. And uh, new data is coming out about this. You know, once this axis was discovered, people started to make studies that based on this, and, and we're finding more things as, as we go along. Uh, 
But this is a fundamental thing. It's, I, and properly, this is not possible to create a universe without having this kind of a yin-yang duality at, at, uh, um, as, an, as an integral part of it. And this uh, duality, uh, this yin-yang duality, is, is really then also uh, ultimately what, what is... Um, uh, uh, is creating the holograms of our minds. Um, in other words, uh, there are different levels of minds in the, in the universe. Uh, and these have, uh, these have evolved sequentially in accordance with, with the, the Mayan calendar, really. Um, and, and these uh, uh, holograms that we as uh, human individuals on, on, on our planet um, are downloading, they will give you a certain, they will give us a certain perception of the world. Sometimes the, the yin, the, the dark side, will be on the, on the right brain half, sometimes it will be on the left brain half. And these are different kind of holograms that are, are emitted. They actually broadcast by the, the cosmic axis. And once you download one, one of these holograms, you will look upon the world through these holograms. And, and that, will, uh, that will color your, your entire uh, uh, re um, relationship to reality. And it will very much color your particular kind of creativity. And what is remarkable is then that um, when you start to look at the history of, of the universe, including very much the history of our own particular planet, in the light of such holograms uh, based on the intrinsic uh, uh, yin-yang duality of the universe. And when you start to look at, at human history in that light, it, it starts to make sense in, in tremendously interesting ways. And, and you start to understand how certain eras of, of human history have been dominated by conflicts and patriarchal structures and, and so forth, but also how ultimately it, it, there is a plan for this, uh, um, uh, this duality uh, uh, to, to recede and, and to, to sort of uh, be placed in the background as we uh, crea create uh, resonance with the highest of these nine creation waves that, that is now available for us. So, Carl, I want to ask a question kind of in relation to now. I know I had a guest on uh, several months back, and he stated that much of the rise of women right now and their desire to fight uh, the oppression or what is looking like it's going on in politics right now is actually a shadow that is coming up. It is a masculine shadow that is rising up in women. And so with what you've just said, if the hologram is bringing in the dark and the light. Is that why we have a mass of thought that goes throughout uh, groups of people to, to perform in a certain way or to behave in a certain way? And how does that shift our perspective from believing we are the hologram to all of a sudden realizing that it is the thought forms that are being programmed in? 
Yeah, I think the last point you're making there is is very important. Not really that we are the holograms, rather the holograms that we download are are shaping our ways of of looking at the world and the thoughts that we are creating about the world and uh, uh, how we uh, use those thoughts in order to change our our social and and, uh, um, uh, uh, technological reality in 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 a, in a multitude of ways, and th- this very much applies to this uh, uh, rise of women uh, uh, that you mentioned. Uh, this has a history, and and it really is based on these holograms that uh, people have downloaded through through a long time, and uh, in, basically. <clears throat> these waves are, you know, the broadcasting of these waves, they start at particular time points. And that, that's really the time points that were charted by the Mayan, uh, by the ancient Maya. And if, from, from that, they uh, uh, created their calendar system. So their calendar system was really then designed in order to understand how the holograms would change and how how the the world of people would would change as the holograms would change, and so that really, in a sense, is a prophetic art. In principle, there there are a lot of things we can understand about how things are changing based on knowing these holograms, but. To come back to the issue then with, with women, you might say, and, and the relationship with it, between the genders, uh, you might say that um, the, uh, up until roughly 5,000 years ago, uh, the, the, the minds of people were not really dualistic. They, they did not have this inherent separation uh, uh, between light and darkness. And so, you know, from 100,000 years ago up until about 5,000 years ago, it it seems that the kind of hunter-gatherer societies that existed in those days, they were basically egalitarian. But then uh, what what happened 3,115 BC was that a new uh, hologram, uh, be- began to be broadcast from the center of the universe, uh, and people started to download a hologram that favored the left brain half, and uh, people started to project onto the world a separation. And, and it's not just the separation between men and women, it's also very much the separation between the the monarchs and and the slaves and and the the separation between humans and and nature or or the separation between one people and another people and so the 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 duality that people uh, downloaded in this new uh, uh, um, mind that came 5000 years ago approximately that when that became projected onto reality, it created these social uh, uh, this, uh, separations. Uh, and, and, you know, these, these holograms that we download, they, we, we do, on, at least the ancient peoples realize that this comes from the, 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 the center of the universe, from the divine, essentially. And so that's why they've started to look upon it as, as a, the reality that 
that that the, or or they, they started to use it to create a new reality, and that was the sort of the patriarchal civilizations that began five thousand years ago, and essentially for a very long time that has shaped and colored all the religions of, of mankind, uh, and uh, so. Uh, what is happening now, uh, there are many different, uh, there are nine different waves and the, the five highest waves of, of these waves are influencing the human mind and are influencing and shaping how we perceive reality. <coughs> and so step by step, uh, you might say that humanity have come to download uh, uh, polarities of the mind that has <coughs> canceled out this extreme polarity that ex that was introduced 5,000 years ago. And so with the seventh wave that was activated in 1755, we see really for the first time in history, women starting to play a, a, a significant political role in, 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 in society. And now with the eighth wave that came in, in, uh, in 1999, you know, this is shifting over even further. And, and so <clears throat> these, these uh, holograms uh, uh, shape and, and they have a fundamental uh, um, importance uh, or, or influence on, on, on the kind of social systems that, that we are creating. At the same time, you know, I want to say it's not like everybody is listening to the same station. It's not that everyone is downloading the same hologram. It's different. And so that's the reason we, 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 we don't see changes across the board, so to speak, when, when, when new uh, um, uh, holograms become available. Instead, some people stay with the old patriarchal left-brain dominance uh, 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 hologram, whereas others will go on to a, 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 an almost complementary, you might say, uh, um, a hologram that favors the right-brain half and tends to then uh, uh, create more of a matriarchal uh, society and and go at least at the very least is is goes in the direction of of creating uh, uh, equality between the genders, but this process is not over. Not everyone is. It all depends on how people are tuned in to these various frequencies that that are bringing us the holograms that that uh, help us create the world. It needs to be pointed out that the cosmic tree of life is not a thing made of matter. Rather, it is a geometric source of the space-time through which matter of the universe is organized. The tree of life is a name for a particular form of pure geometry, which underlies the structure of the universe. When this geometry was activated at the birth of the universe, its structure and the effect of this energy released in the Big Bang provided the basis for the evolution of life. You may say then that the divine manifests itself as pure geometry. Created through the effects, this has ongoing energy. The geometry of the tree of life is the chief space-time organizer of the universe, and it was through its activation and initial vibration that the evolution of the universe was set in motion.
In the past few years, the world has witnessed changes in the social consciousness whose sudden development the ruling scientific paradigm has not been able to explain. These changes correspond with the activation of new waves of creation emanating from the center of the universe that influence human thinking. From the Big Bang to the present, these waves guide the evolution of the universe and through their holographic resonance with the human mind profoundly shape revolutions in religion, technology, economy, and social consciousness. This is from the book, The Nine Waves of Creation, Quantum Physics, Holographic Evolution, and the Destiny of Humanity, authored by Carl Johann Kalaman, who is a scientist and philosopher in physical biology with a PhD in physical biology from the University of Stockholm. Recognized for this theory that the Mayan calendar reflects the evolution of the global mind, he is also the author of several books, including The Global Mind and The Rise of Civilization. You can find out more about him at calaman.com, C-A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. We'll be right back after these messages. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts and topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimmerings.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support? 
more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent. A part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great. Have more energy. Sleep better. Gently detox. Lose unhealthy weight and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Dominance and subjugation emerged in the social arena as a result of the downloading of the hologram of good and evil produced by the sixth wave. This hologram has played the crucial role for giving human beings civilization and also an awareness of an individual self. This hologram is the origin of slavery, warfare, and the subjugation of women, in addition to having given us a view of God as someone who exercises power over others and creates fear. The seventh wave of creation brought in the human predicament that extended that view. And as we move into the eighth wave of hologram, we go into the digital Revolution. Carl Kalaman explains how our individual resonance with each wave plays a role in the quality of our lives and how we must consciously work to resonate with the higher waves, revealing how we can become quantum activists in a holographic world by aligning with the ninth wave. This author shows how we can easily help manifest the destiny of humanity hinted at in the ancient texts. You can find out more at calamon.com, and the name of the book is The Nine Waves of Creation. In addition, I want to bring your attention to an event taking place on May 24th uh, that has to do with the Bushman trance dance, and you can go to um, Carl Calamon's Facebook page and find out more about that, and I'll also have him share a little bit about that later in the show. Carl, in this segment, I want to talk a little bit first about the number nine. Mm-hmm. It appears to have always been a holy number, and of course, the title of your book is "The Nine Waves of Creation." So, why is it nine? What is the significance of that? Well, it seems like whoever the intelligence is who created this universe, or who is, however that works, it seems like the number nine was a a, a very significant part of of this creation, and. That's also then the reason I would say that uh, many ancient traditions uh, uh, have a special 
place for the number nine. Um, and and our, our counting system, uh, um, which actually goes back about 5,000 years to uh, to the Indus Valley in, in uh, present-day uh, Pakistan, uh, that counting system goes to nine. We only have nine d- single-digit numbers, and then we have to go to ten, but then we have a, a, a two-digit uh, number and uh, the reason for for this the the reason that uh, the 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 people in in the Indus Valley five thousand years ago developed this uh, counting system that we still use uh, with the number nine as a basis is that they looked upon the number nine as a number of completion, like a a, a perfect number, and that's still the view in 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 present day India. But uh, you will find this number in, in many other parts of, of the world as uh, having a significant uh, role in, uh, in, in creation. Um, you know, in, in, in my own, you know, Viking background in Scandinavia, they looked upon, um, they talked about the nine worlds. There, there were nine worlds in, in the world tree that they called Yggdrasil. This huge ash that was, you know, the the cosmic axis, you might say, and they had nine worlds, and the same if you go to to uh, to the Maya, they would always the the number nine played a, a very crucial role, and their most significant pyramids, uh, like in Palenque, in Chichen Itza, and and in uh, um, um, uh, Tikal, uh, they built in nine levels. Because they they looked upon the creation as occurring in nine levels, and uh, what what this book really describes is how all of these nine levels of creation uh, are brought throughout, are broadcast through the universe, through these waves of creation. And we humans, we're in resonance with these waves, or we develop resonance with with these waves, and uh, that's really how how it goes about. But you will find the number nine in uh, in, uh, significant uh, um, uh, uh, worldviews, cosmologies, ancient cosmologies from from China and and uh, to to the Maya, from the west to the east, it's 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 a universally important number, and, and it is so for for good reason. It's because I found something else really interesting in your book too, and it was the discussion on serpents, because that has been something that through the ancients we've always seen the serpent depicted in many things, even in the book of Genesis and and so on. And you, you you talk about the ways. Is it that the indigenous people and, and some of the older civilizations, they were seeing the waves and that's what they were really terming as serpents because they had the sensitivities to intuit and access those energies, something that maybe more modern man has, has lost our sensitivity and ability to do. Yes, yes. And, uh, uh, I mean, it's really amazing when you... Uh, look at various kinds of uh, uh, ancient traditions. The, what a significant role the, the serpent is playing in these uh, uh, mythologies. Um, and uh, especially if you compare it to the, 
you know, the snakes in, in the modern world is not looked upon as very significant. But then if you go back to earlier times, you see these serpents everywhere. And there are several uh, uh, cultures uh, that talk about a serpent, a great serpent, as the creator god. Uh, the aborigines of, of uh, Australia, they talk about the rain, rainbow serpent as the creator god. If you go to the uh, Amazonas in, uh, in present-day Peru and Brazil, uh, you, you find that there are many tribes there that look upon the great anaconda as the creator of the human beings. And uh, what is very well known from, from Mexico and, and the Maya and all the peoples of Mexico, really, is something called the plumed serpent, uh, Quetzalcoatl, or, or Kukulkan, depending on what language you, you would speak. And that was looked upon as the creator of life. If you go to the, the, the so-called Bible of the Maya, the Popol Vuh, uh, then uh, uh, the plumed serpent is looked upon as the creator of life. And if you go there and visit these pyramid cities, uh, you will find uh, pyramids dedicated to the, to the worship of this particular serpent. So um, it, it, that's something that really was kind of confusing to me when I first visited uh, Chichen Itza, for instance, which was uh, more than 30 years ago, um, that, that this people had as its highest deity a serpent. But it, 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 but it also does make sense if you understand that they were not really talking about physical snakes or biological snakes, so to speak, but that a snake and the particular waveform-like movement of a snake was really the best kind of a metaphor that they could give to these waves of creation that were described uh, partly by the, the Mayan calendar uh, system. So they probably saw it as there was some kind of invisible serpents that were creating their reality. Uh, because they, yes, indeed, they looked upon whether you go to uh, Australia to to the the bushmen in the Kalahari or or to the uh, tribes in the Amazonas or or if you go to the Maya, they looked upon a, a a serpent as the the chief creator god, and that's because these waves are really what is creating our reality, and and. Uh, uh, this book is, you know, it's not just sort of talking about repeating what the what myths the ancient peoples would have had. It's also about verifying that these waves they they actually step by step have brought into existence the the, the phenomena that that uh, constitute uh, our, our lives in in the universe at the, at the present time. The Nine Waves of Creation by Dr. Carl Callahan, it reads on certain pages about the pyramids. The terrace-form pyramids with the staircase in the center symbolized that the evolution of the universe was like a climb to higher and higher levels. Each level was developed by a wave movement, which was symbolized by the plumed serpent called Quetzalcoatl. 
At the equinoxes, the plumed serpent appeared to descend from the pyramid at Chichen Itza by forming a wave pattern of seven triangles of light and six of darkness compared to the seven peaks in the six valleys. This incidentally also reflected the wave movement that the book of Genesis refers to as the seven days and seven nights of God's creation. The plumed serpent was a symbol of any divine wave of creation, and as such was heralded as the bringer of civilization, the calendar, and many other things. He also went by the name of the nine winds. In Mayan cosmology, nine waves of movement developed the nine levels of creation, and the plumed serpent was a symbol for each one of these waves. The pyramid at Chichen Itza was built for the worship of the nine waves, all emanating from the center of the universe. Much like in other ancient tradition, these waves were looked upon as living forces, serpents, dragons, or gods. This is from the book. The Nine Waves of Creation. You can find out more about Dr. Carl Kalaman at his website, kalaman.com, C-A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. We'll be right back after this. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts and topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world? Share your gifts. Live your dreams. I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort, 
Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent. A part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great. Have more energy. Sleep better. Gently detox. Lose unhealthy weight and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Carl Kalman is the author of a wonderful book entitled The Nine Waves of Creation. The information here is absolutely fascinating, and it will really expand your mind to even uh, consider how we have been guided through the waves of creation all along, how civilization has, in a sense, been forming itself through the different holograms that have been projected into us so that we do move between the different ages Presenting a quantum holographic perspective on world history and human consciousness, Carl explains the quantum physics behind the waves of the Mayan calendar system and how these waves allow us to understand the shifting eras on Earth, as well as the possibilities for the future. He explores how the waves and new holograms have helped humanity survive the negative effects of the sixth wave, such as the Industrial Revolution, of the seventh wave and the Digital Revolution, of the eighth wave, and now the ninth wave being activated, bringing it with the accelerated push for more egalitarian world, a rising awareness of unity consciousness, and access to the full power of all nine waves of creation. Uh, Carl, when we look at these different waves that have come in, it says that the seventh wave is was really that introduction to fossil fuels, and it was the industrialization and mm-hmm. the use of the raw materials, and then we moved into the eighth wave, which was the digital revolution, As we're moving into these different waves, the interference patterns that come in, do they actually allow the new waves to to form? Does one one era of our civilization somehow um, utilize the interference for us to be guided into the next? Yeah, I would say that, you know, each one of us, uh, uh, downloads a particular uh, interference uh, uh, pattern. And, uh, of course, when, when a new wave is introduced and activated, uh, such as happened in, uh, say, 1755 with the industrial revolution and fossil fuels and so forth, then uh, people have the, uh, the ability to download a new interference pattern. Because the, the lower wave they still continue to affect us. They don't go away. 
and uh, but instead we we we're, uh, when a new possibility arises uh, for us to look at the world through a new hologram then then a new interference pattern will be created and uh, i think the pyramids of the maya the way they built them in terraces standing on, on top of each other um is it, a good metaphor for uh, the fact that it's not like when a new wave comes in, then all the, the lower waves will disappear, but rather a new wave with a higher frequency will tend to take over people. People will be most attracted to creating resonance with that particular wave. And as that happens, uh, people, the the new wave, the higher wave, will will be become at least over time the predominating one in in shaping uh, uh, the minds of humanity, and uh, the the lower waves will still be around and creating these interference patterns, but they will be relegated to a less important role. So I found it really fascinating that in the eighth wave section, you talked about the effects on the brain and how it really favors the right brain and mm -hmm. is allowing us to, to utilize both halves, maybe a little more in balance to bring in that intuitive yeah, yeah. part of us. And the ninth wave has more to do with the ego and transcendence. And so if these waves are coming in and they're raising our frequency to a certain extent, do we really need to do anything? Well, um, that's that's a that's that's a very difficult philosophical question. Um, it, it all depends, I would say, that if you you know there, there are nine waves, and and the highest wave, the the ninth wave, was activated very recently, uh, the in in two thousand eleven, and then. That wave now presents, gives us a possibility to change our, ourselves. Change ourselves in the sense that we're creating resonance with a new hologram for which we will perceive the world through a unity filter, you might say, or actually the absence of any kind of filter. Uh, now... Then you might, but but there's always the choice, as as I understand it. You know, there's still people that are in in different parts of the world, and and uh, you know, you might even say that the United States as a country is divided between some people that are still very much into some kind of a patriarchal sixth wave. Uh, uh, perception of reality and at the same time there are now people th that are d increasingly developing this resonance with with the unity consciousness of the ninth wave and I don't think it happens automatically I think people have to intend to begin with people have to intend to to uh, uh, see the world in in in, the, in a particular way that is being brought by this um, uh, these waves um, is that could it be said that some of the things that are going on right now uh, let's say some of the the things in the middle east with with isis or some of the rise of women right now to to be seen more uh, equally in, in various arenas, could that be part of the interference that actually pushes us towards more of the unity consciousness so that the prior wave 
and the coming wave are actually connected? Yeah, I think, I mean, that that may very well be the, the ultimate outcome of it. Uh, but I, I think uh, uh, the start, the, today, uh, the starting point is really, I, I think, has to be that people intend to transcend all these dualities of, of the lower waves and, and make the conscious choice to say, I want to be part of creating a world in, in unity. And uh, um, th- uh, that's that's the beginning point, and and then of course there are many different factors that drive people to to make take such a stand. But it, it, I think it has to be done. And once you do that, you will probably start to seek out the ninth wave, because that's the resonance with that particular wave uh, will help you uh, to manifest this intention, and. A point that I think people should be aware of is that the ninth wave being the highest of the waves, the last of the waves, to, uh, is really has a certain place in the whole context of waves. It's really about bringing back unity to humanity. And uh, as being the highest wave, the, the wave with the highest frequency, that also means the, that it is the destiny of humanity. To, to create resonance with this wave is about creating what, what is meant to be, actually, where this ultimately, over time, over some time, I should say, uh, where wh- what the humanity is going to change in that direction of the ninth wave. The ninth wave is likely to make us use the technology developed in lower waves more wisely so that it serves the totality of our ecosystem rather than the very limited interests of personal individuals. The purpose of the universe, there's a theory that has been developed about how life in the universe is created and how it evolves. This does not immediately answer what the purpose of creation is. Although Carl Kalaman thinks it does narrow down a number of possible answers as to why we are here considerably. We need to understand that we are here for unity consciousness and that our divine right and destiny of humanity is to come into that oneness. You can find out more about Carl Kalaman's work at kalaman.com. That's C-A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. Definitely check out uh, the website, uh, the Facebook page, where he talks about the May 24th event, the Bushman Trance Dance, and you can participate in that in many different places, and you can find out more about that, again, on his Facebook page. The book is The Nine Waves of Creation by Carl Johann Kalaman. Uh, definitely pick it up. It is fascinating reading, and it really gives rise to an understanding of how humanity has come to where it is and how we each can be the responsible choices towards the destiny of where humanity has to go. Until next time, I am Simran. In love, of love, with love and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.